Welcome to Vegas 14's commentary. Yes, otherwise known as Vegas Season 2, Episode 2. Is this 2 or is this... Oh, this is 2. Mm-hmm. Yes, 2.2. <laughs> Let's get it started. Oh, I'm Renee Christine Jones. And this is Alicia, Lane Matheson. We're both the writers and I direct. Where are you? Again, in case you haven't heard before. I need your help. Her list of moments are getting fewer, yeah. and I can't be here so. all the time. I uh, don't know what to do. This is the previously from episode 13. Yes. The timeline begins. Jess and Tessa have been gone Hector. about a month or so, maybe a little over. A little less. A little less. Oh, really? A little less. Okay, yeah, it's not until episode 15 that they've been gone over a month. That's true. But he has kept in contact with the rest of them, i.e. Abby. And then I'm Abby says, I haven't heard from you for a week. Which means he hasn't talked to her in a week. But you have we don't really need to explain it at this point. Yeah, I think the continuity works itself out. Please it's don't question our continuity. We're God and we understand it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And the big reveal. Abby is, in fact, Tess's grandmother. Well, you, you would know that if you've already listened to this episode. But, you know, just to rehash. Yeah. So now, welcome to uh, book two, chapter two. You can tell by the creepy music. This is part two of Jeff's story. Yes. Which is a nice little two-parter that we wrote here. Again, another Jeff episode. Pretty much. It's got more of uh, Tessa and Abby, which is nice, because Marley Norton did an exceptional job. Oh, yeah, she did. She yeah. really stretched herself as an actress, I think. And, and, and you did a very good job, too, honey. Well, thank you. I, I realized this past month that I really don't say that enough in commentaries because she's sitting right here. Yeah. I can tell her. I don't have to say it in a commentary. She doesn't have to turn to me and say, God, you're brilliant. Maybe in a while. Yes, there's Tessa sounding sick and pathetic. Talk to me while I'm saying, well, what else do you remember about that house? I... No, no, really. Don't yawn because you sound tired on the, on the audio. Oh, that was awful, you know? Even even virtual yawns are contagious. Yep. Everyone thinks you died. Then you passed it to me. Thanks. Now people are going to be like, wow, they're bored by their own work. No, they'll start yawning. It'll be a vicious cycle. It'll be magnificent. Yes, we've passed the yawn. never here, but too many questions would have been asked. And this is explaining why Tessa thought that her grandmother was dead. No, you did what you had to, I guess. Yes. You like this girl would understand. Why else do you think I left everything I own to you? You like me. But I also knew you wouldn't sell it. You are special. I knew you wouldn't sell it, so that one day, when I mysteriously wander back into your life, I can repossess all I own. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. Wayland will make a wonderful maid for you. Wayland? Oh, you mean Jeff. Oh, coming up is one of uh, Marley's favorite lines in the whole series. You mean you knew him before you died? Which is right here. Nana, you could have saved us all a lot of time and just introduced me right off the bat. Right, right, because, because I'm psychic like that. that. <laughs> Which is odd, because Abby uh, is 
kind of psychic. I kept tabs on her. <laughs> Not really. I mean, she, she can, like, a for, the force. Yeah, she can sense things, but she There's can't just tell the future. She can't foretell the future. Maybe, maybe a little, but only in the way, like, you know, like, Jedi's can. Yeah. So Abby is the Jedi of the series. Yeah. <laughs> I am your grandmother. <laughs> Next season, she gets a lightsaber. No, she doesn't. Sweetheart, your grandfather. Spoiler! Spoiler alert! We're gonna do a crossover with Blue Harvest. God, we're brilliant! My God, we're brilliant! That'll be fun. Talk about taking the two, the two least likely, biggest, Blue Harvest. Considering Blue Harvest is in the future. No, no, it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But it's futuristic. But it's a long, it says so in those little things that scroll across the sky oh, in space. because it's in another galaxy. Yes. Yeah. See, oh. they're far advanced. They have sidewalks that move. Boy, this galaxy sucks. I know. <laughs> galaxy we live in is kind of crappy. Why are we talking about Star Trek or Star, Star Wars? Wars instead of I our know. episode? I don't know. Um, very sweet uh, uh, thing that goes on right there. And return of uh, Jeff. Of course, you know, he didn't really go away. As any of you know, he was out getting drugs, if you remember from the last episode. And now this is where he gets drugs. Now, this is John Howard, or uh, introduction of John Howard as the dealer in this episode. Now, uh, so welcome John to the Welcome cast. John. He did a very good job, but Hi. all of his I'm, lines were uh, really, really slow, and like it, it wasn't the feel I wanted. It, it slowed yeah. down the entire yeah. scene, I so I really ran each one of his lines nice through a filter that sped them up no, to thanks. double time, and... To that gave me the exact sound I wanted. So. Yeah. I just want the damn pills. You and Narc. Look, little tidbit there. If John's wondering, why do I sound like I'm talking so fast? That's why. Take it easy. Give me fucking drugs now. Yeah, yeah, I was just kidding, man. Oh, that was really good acting by David Alt right there. That is the best way to talk to a drug dealer, I have to say. Have a nice day. <laughs> Slam him down into a, a chain link fence, it sounded like, or a bunch of trash cans. Or something metallic. Something metallic, a painful sounding. And then say, have a nice and day. And then have a nice day. I enjoy the difference between young Jeff and current Jeff. It's, it's almost entirely, you can tell, just two entirely different people. Which means that he's grown up yeah. quite a bit. And I like that. Again, very good acting. <laughs> oh, Maria. Oh, I love M as Maria. Just that, that slight little bit of crazy with a little bit of a sadistic streak. And pure sex. Oh my god. Yeah. M can make anything sound sexy. Open up. Here comes another one. Yay! Uh, 
I think David did a really good job with all that what he had to do just there. I didn't prompt him for any of that. He was, he was really good. Well, he read the script. That was awesome. You are. Yeah, but all it says is grown. This is true. This is true. So, kudos to you, David, for reading the script and realizing that we needed sounds that we didn't exactly direct you to do. Yeah, he's very good at that. I made you. You can't go back now. Oh, I love this little bit that Em says right here. You're mine. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh. You really do feel sorry for Jeff. Yeah. You really oh, do. It's, I mean, yes, there's there's a hottie there, but it's kind of a psychotic uh, hottie. 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 And you'll be unconscious. And you kind of, in this, you kind of get a, a feel for, not only Jeff, but you kind of get a feel for what Hector had to go through, too. So you might even feel just the slightest bit of twinge of sorry for Hector. Maybe. Almost. I, I hope not too much, because he is a villain. Of the Hector. Maria. In the next scene, you find out a little bit more about Maria's backstory. Oh, Hector. And here as well. So you, you kind of almost feel sorry for her, too. There's just a whole bunch of feeling sorry for a bunch of people. And tragic backstory. Tragic, tragic backstory. Oddly, very, very, very loosely based on Beauty and the Beast. Again, loosely. Very loosely based. You are you? No, Robert. Drugged out of his mind in constant pain, losing his very up? sanity, and yet still there with the winning quip. Yeah. Just barely there. Why aren't you moving? You gave me many, many pills. <laughs> many, many pills. You're out to kill him already, Maria! Do you have any idea what the withdrawal alone oh, is? This is the episode today? where you find He's out that uh, that He's voice by Jeremiah McCoy is actually Robert. Because in the last episode, he was credited as the voice of the old man. Which now has been, has been given the name Robert. Yes. And you're going to feel and now we know that Robert is Abby's mate. And as you have found out just recently, still alive and therefore Tess's grandfather. Yep. Um, but not a part of the pack anymore because Hector challenged his authority and Robert lost. If anybody knows anything about pack mentality and wolves and other things, if you if, if the alpha male is challenged uh, by younger male or another male at all and they fight and the alpha male loses, the alpha male is just kind of thrown out. Just get out. Yeah, it's it's a loyalty thing. Thank you very much, David, for not complaining too much time. about all the American colloquialisms that we use. I know that it would be really, really, really easy for you to say carousel, but, uh, ah. yeah, here across the pond, we call it a merry-go-round. You, you sound really I'm bitter. <laughs> no, I... I just came back from Florida and we spent uh, a great deal of time with a bunch of people um, from, there was one from London, one from Edinburgh, 
I know that's in Scotland, thank you. And uh, uh, one from, I can't really remember, Stratford, I think. And every three minutes I was corrected on my use of the English language. So it's not really a bitter thing, it's more of a, I am very sorry for misusing the Queen's English. Well, I think I'm going to quote Jeffrey's commercial announcer at this point and say, We speak American here! I love it! Oh, that little story we made up is great. You can stop lurking by the fairy, Raven. Jeff! Hi, honey. Oh, oh, what is like? Right there, that I believe those last couple lines sounded a little bit more like Renee instead of Tessa, but that's only because I've been around Renee a lot where she's sick and she does sound like that. I, I do. I use things like rented legs and. I'm going to ask you not to leave. And drugs. Mmm, drugs, yummy. Yummy when I'm not psychotic. I don't know how long it's going to last. Oh, yeah. I'm still in the room, but she is just, she's getting lunch, so I'll talk. I know who Abby, what, did you say your grandmother? Uh, very good line coming up. Um, oh, this is my favorite line. I would have been very irritated. See where Tessa gets her sense of humor. I need to lay down. Somebody help me up the steps. And you see, this is a very sweet, sort of <laughs> romantic uh, series of events here. Very sad. Yes. Uh, we wanted to put through that even though they face some pretty serious times and some very hard times, they still try and keep the humor up. Why are you downstairs anyway? Well, Nana was trying to show me how we make steaks. So they get warm, but not cooked. Well, humor is also one of our selling points in the series, because it's not all just drama. We have our own little quirks in there. We've had some pretty funny episodes, but now it's time to step back, take a step back, (laughs) make it a little serious. Very huge. The giggling together is very nice. Yeah. I think this is one of our most serious slash dramatic episodes we've ever had. So the little funny bits in there are very funny. Funny. Just ask the damn question. Harkening back, she still says after all. If I died. Pause. I'm taking advantage of you being lucid. What would you do if I died? I don't know. Meaning he doesn't want her to end up like Maria and start transforming people randomly. Yeah. So apparently apparently she gave him the right answer. (laughs) I would wallow in it forever until I finally died too. (laughs) Let's remember the change process and good luck you won't either. That's why you asked me? Because you're remembering your change? Parts of it anyway, but no. Do you remember the professor I told you about? The one you were involved with? Ah, yes. here comes Maria's story. Maria. A little bit, anyway. She wasn't just my professor or my lover. Maria's main motivation, anyway. She made me what I am. Now, I like, like that you can't really hear Abby until she's just on top no, of you. nothing like that. 
comes in soon, by the way. Um, you can through the footsteps. Yeah, but just, you know, it's obvious by that that she's been listening at the door. But that mate is recognized as one single person and no one else. For you, my dear, it's Jeff. It will always be Jeff, no matter what happens to either of you. And for him, it will always be you. Then why did Maria turn him if he wasn't meant for her? Maria's mate had died. A car accident. Or was it? We're not real sure what happened to Maria's mate, so we just put down car accident. Well, you know, they could die in car accidents just as easily as we could. Well, yeah, they're not immortal. Or a mental. They just live longer. Yeah. <laughs> they have in elongated lifespans, but they can be killed. Yeah. To try and cure her emptiness, she began changing man after man. Not that she was changing everyone she ran into. Because that would have been stupid. Yeah. And it's an important plot point for the end of season two. Yes, it is. It's a very important plot point that you cannot just change whoever you want to. The others that Maria turned, they had the blood, but... But what? They didn't I make I wonder it if it would work if... They, they make, we may what explain again the now, fact that you can have it in your bloodline, but you're not meant to change, necessarily. Robert yeah. told Maria to kill them. But and you don't necessarily have, have to be bitten in order to change. That just kind of speeds up the process. So that starts no, it. No, you're different. Mm. I wonder if it would work there if you had like a, a blood transfusion. No, no I, w- I wouldn't think so. It, it has to be in your DNA. DNA not everyone has that advantage. Mm. Isn't that right, Jeff? Right. That when they say it's in your blood, I'm assuming they mean it's in your family line. Yeah. I did back that. Later. But not at that time, no. I like this. Running crazy the countryside. Which is a form of backpack. Which is a form of backpacking. <laughs> <laughs> the little funny thing. You just have to put a slice yes. of something in it. I like that. This is instantaneously that, that sort of tingle like we're going back in time. Yeah, you, you start hearing the, the eerie chimes, which is the signal of, oh, we're going to do a flashback. And right into there. Naked boy in. And uh, I put the... Uh, <laughs> that was great. Uh, I put the fairy tale waltz in the background because I've, I kind of identify that as the Robert Abbey theme, kind of, because they're the, uh, they're the old legacy. And that's where it kind of starts. Exactly. Yes, that sort of starts there. For all I know, I sounds very as we're going to try and. you last or a year? I'm really not sure where I've been. I really like how David sounds in this. Have a look at the uh, in this scene, disjointed, cold. Uh, yeah, cold. Uh, definitely cold. But where are you going to? Because I, I assume he was neither at the time. No. <laughs> That'd be you. That was uh, improv by Jeremiah, which I really liked. Then why didn't you? I wasn't going to push you. I knew if you wanted help and the police didn't catch you first, you'd call. He sounds just like every single one of my uncles that is. Sure. Pardon me, a Abby. good old boy? Abby. Yeah. That's how I described him to Jeremiah. Oh, that was my one of my favorite food. parts. Is, you want a robe or something? <laughs> cold. Boy, don't sit on my furniture with your bare ass. <laughs> and Jeremiah plays it so deadpan, which is one of the reasons why it's so hilarious. Listen, what's your name? Wayland. My friends call me Born of the Wolf. 
That's pretty. <laughs> I guess it is now. Well, Leland, you have a choice. Uh, Your mind is nearly back to one piece, right? What I like is I the very think so. smooth southern drawl that Jeremiah does and the very precise English that Abby But your new has. life is very, just beginning. Just she's very... Very exact about everything she says, yes. and well, Jeremiah is very you're gonna need to know how to smooth and loose about it. Where you're a minority, and everyone else sees you as a But they sound very good together, which you is can good. Go it alone, mm-hmm. like you have for the past three weeks. I would advise against that. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see where so Tessa gets her humor from both of them. Yeah. Your responsibility. The very deadpan. What about her? Where is she? From her oh, dear. grandfather and the very what? sharp what sarcasm sarcasm from her grandmother. Maria's dead, Wayland. <gasps> <What? gasps> yeah, we, we couldn't guess that because, you know, they mm-hmm. hadn't said when Maria died in the first <laughs> episode. Oh, yeah. Wayland, don't do anything stupid. Can't bring her back. Oh, this is one of my favorite lines. I know I've said that a lot, but I have a lot of favorite lines. <laughs> I really like that robot. <laughs> I really like that boy. Ah, oh, damn it. He's going to go out and do something stupid. It's more, I really like that robe. It's all about the robe. Yeah. Well, it fits in with his character being is that he's pretty sure that, you know, things are going to be all right. Yeah, he, he kind of knows where things are going. She was here. With... Older and wiser and all that. Someone. Oh, I love this uh, this uh, scene. David did a great job yeah. with the whole slowly turning more animalistic and being confused and being wow. young and not really knowing what's going on. Love it. It's always hard to direct someone when they're basically in a scene talking to themselves, but he did an exceptional job. You smell his beer. It helps that in this Someone. moment he's not exactly Someone saying, oh, <laughs> maybe, but not. He's not in the, the psycho in and out of sanity place no. that Tessa is right metallic. now. Yeah. Sarah, yeah. metallic. Anybody guess what wife. those are? Medical people! Yay, <laughs> medical people! Robin. Robin. I love this piece of music in the background. It's perfect. They already yeah. took her. Kevin is awesome. Who did it? I believe it's called uh, yeah. uh, Inner Sanctum. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Oh. Nice mixing. Nice mixing. When we heard the line by itself, it was like we're going, "Ooh, ooh, that's really great!" And then he had to howl, and it wasn't. It's not a bad howl. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't realistic. It wasn't realistic. (laughs) Yeah, because they're realistic. (laughs) Because they exist, you know. Um, they might. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying right now. Yeah, I noticed. Classic me. (laughs) Something stupid. What any college boy does when he We have the sad Jeff and Tessa theme. He get very, very drunk. We pulled him out of a ditch the next morning. Did you ever find out what happened to her now? No. Foul play has been suspected, but they were going to have to see. Why not? And now we find out why we don't know who killed Maria yet. We couldn't be connected to it. Robert paid some guys to get in there and get rid of the body before any conclusions could be drawn. 
The case went cold after a while, and he died. It's kind of is a little telling as to why Hector is so crazy, but there was always something wrong with him to begin with. Yeah. Don't feel too bad. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. No, just don't. Don't go, oh, poor Hector Kimball, he had, yeah, no, don't, don't. Yeah, Maria made him crazy, no, no. No, 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 she is It helped. Don't, we're not going to lie here, no, but here we go. What if she's out there? Tessa, breathe. Inside the house. Focus. She, she keeps watching me. Okay, okay, it, Jess, it's okay. You need to stay away from her. She's watching, Jeff. Just relax. And I'm that's Jeff. the beauty of multiple takes. I could actually string Jeff's line out as long yeah. as I needed to. <laughs> oh, and I think I stole that shushing she's strong. from she's gonna be all right. seven. Again. <laughs> it's just taking her a little I think. I, I can't quite a remember, but change I've been stealing a lot of stuff lately but from other it just can't tolerate. No, if you lose faith, then this is pointless. Are you saying this just because she's your granddaughter, or do you really believe it? Oh. What would Robin oh. recommend? She's going to be fine. Well, if you and remember if what happens in from the last episode, if they change and I didn't mean to offend you, and they go and insane, they go insane uh, the common practice is to put them down. Yeah, she's like you. And obviously, Abby doesn't want to do that. Neither does Jeff. So there's that fear that she might not make it. Yeah. And this is a brief interaction here, but it's so sweet. Robert? That sigh of relief. She sounded so vulnerable in that one word. Robert? Oh, Marley, you're awesome. Yeah. I, I like this. The news I'm going to tell you is very good or very bad. And it's time to come home. Oh. So, that's it. Um, that's the two-part episode. <clears throat> yes, thank you. Welcome. Uh, welcome. Welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. I, I, I think this is two, two of my favorite episodes today. David Alt is Jeff. Me too. John Howard is the dealer. I did wonderful. I was brilliant. <laughs> Come back next time. We're going to go back to Vegas in episode 15. Yes, there's, we're, we're going to take a break from, from Jeff and Tessa, but they're going to come back. No worries. No worries. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Yay! For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.